ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. Number one Clemson plays Georgia Tech tonight, 8 Eastern on the ACC Network. Underway right now, coverage on ESPN. A doubleheader, UCLA and Cincinnati. Then number 14, Utah at BYU. When the NFL season starts, which quarterback will be under the most pressure? ESPN's Damian Woody says it's Jimmy Garoppolo. The San Francisco 49ers gave Jimmy Garoppolo a mega contract in, in the body of work of, what, 10 games? I mean, think about how crazy that is. Damian Woody on the Stephen A. Smith Show. The Falcons will bring back 44-year-old kicker Matt Bryant for a tryout tomorrow. He's the team's all-time leading scorer. Police in Mobile, Alabama have issued an arrest warrant for Lakers center DeMarcus Cousins. He's accused of domestic violence by a former girlfriend who has also asked for a restraining order. At the U.S. Open today, American qualifier Taylor Townsend beats fourth-seeded Simona Halep in three sets. Townsend's first win against a top-ten player. Other winners today include Naomi Osaka and John Isner. Andrea Petkovic knocks out the six-seed Petra Kvitova. Coco Goff and Rafa Nadal both on the schedule tonight. Live coverage continues on ESPN2 and ESPN+. Baseball today, the Rays beat the Astros 9-8. Travis Darno with a two-run homer. He drives in four. The Twins win their fifth in a row. They beat the White Sox 10-5 and break the major league record. They've now hit 141 home runs on the road this season. Coming up Friday, it's a football Friday. NFL preseason over. College football week one kicked off. All the bets you placed, losers. But we're chasing the great feeling into even more football. Golik and Wingo on a football Friday. 6 Eastern ESPN Radio, ESPN2. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. Oh, we meet again. It's the Beer Show here on Score North. And, of course, online you can find us at scorenorth.com. Live once again from the great Minnesota get-together here on the front porch of the Score North Studios. Folks, please, please, please. I know the swarm of fans have come to see all of us here. The Culligans are here. They're right there. But we have to make way for all of our guests and, and everything here related to the Minnesota State Fair and the Beer Show. It's one of my favorite days of the year. I get two Thursdays out here, and they're back to back. And uh, by the way, my name is Chris Reavers. By my side, Mike Fratelloni. Fratelloni's Ace Harbor Garden Stores. Hello, good sir. Beautiful day for the fair. Couldn't be more perfect. Um, our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits are also with us. Tom is here representing Elevated this evening. Hello, Tom. Oh, I, I'm going to go need it going uh, Here, the back. watch this. How about now? Man? There, yeah, there we go. See, I turned it on, Reavers. No, you always turn I'm me not on, Tom. So You're Mike's welcome. Mike's going to wait for his product, production check. Yeah, check, check. What? Get him in oh, I, oh, I get you. Yeah, I get my in, cut now. Yeah, guys. I'll have to join the union, the production <laughs> union. Time to class it up, boys. <laughs> okay. Because we are in the uh, we are in the, uh, in the midst of one of the OGs, beer show royalty. Our good buddy Mark Stutrud from Summit Brewing. Hello, Mark. Oh, Mark. Hold on. Let's try that. Oh, there we go. Now you're on. Now we're you can clicking. hear me, eh? Now we're clicking. Now we're clicking. So let me ask I, you a I question. I knew you had censored me before. So I, I didn't know this switch. Oh, trust me. I've had to at times. Oh, dear. Okay, so oh, two things. Dear. Really quick before we get into the nuts and the bolts of why you're here. Yeah. So I want to I wanna give you props. Because a lot of times, so I've been out at the show, uh, out at the Minnesota State Fair for the better part of 15 years doing various forms of radio, either at 1500, uh, 
at my talk 107 before at other radio stations and a lot of people will give you stuff yeah. You know, hey, we'll come out yeah. here. Hey, here's a bowl of tomatoes that I grew in my own garden. <laughs> yes. Um, here's some salsa that I made, which is all great. Oh, I'm not ripping good. it. Yeah, but Mark gave me a gift today that's that I'm going to I'm gonna wear the rest of the night. Oh. And I'm wearing it right all now. Right. Oh, yeah. Because as you guys will well know, Very nice. I was an athletic stud at Faribault High School. <laughs> yeah, and in college. I was the Deion Sanders of the Faribault Falcon <laughs> High School oh, football yeah. team. So I am rocking the Summit Do-Rag, which I've already tweeted. Out and I have said I will high step my way you doing do, a beer show you today. Do nice. look like Deion Sanders. Don't I? That's a good look for you. There's they only must have a, separated at birth. There's only a couple things differentiating <laughs> the two of us. One, chief among them being talent. Talent. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> All right. So, but by the way, so what I'm saying is this is a brilliant. This is a brilliant piece of marketing by you guys at Summit. I love Nothing this. Nothing but fun. Yeah, see, bandana love. <laughs> bandana love. Oh, that'd be a good parody song. All right. Ooh. So let's let's oh. get to it. Um, I, I'm here with my good friend Melly, and we walked through the fair. We had a beer here. We had a beer there. But guess what my go-to was right here? Summit EPA. I'm not, I'm not messing around. It's too balanced. It, it is. It's, it's a, way too balanced. It's the state fair's I, beer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. No. Just go for it, <laughs> Mark. When you look around this crowd, I mean, can you imagine how many people have had your beers in here? I mean. <laughs> I mean, I grew up on your beer for all intents and purposes. You started in 1987. Since the age of 13. In 1986. So I was I graduated high school in 89, and I probably drank a little bit in, in around 89. I'm, not, be, I'm not responsible yeah. for no, your No, does not approve. But, but I remember the, the genesis in college when you were like the craft Minnesota beer. Yeah. And if you wanted to step outside of the macro beers, yeah. you had a summit, and you looked cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean... That's literally 40% of the people here that are above 21 did yeah. that exact thing. And it's like Roy Orbison. Yeah. Only the lonely. Only the lonely. <laughs> well, we were the only ones out only there the ones. at that time. Yeah. I mean, it was so crazy. There was no point of reference. There wasn't anything. And we were just slogging away, competing head-on with all the major brewers. So, you know? so what was your first state fair experience like with with Summit and the brewery? Three two, three two, three two. We uh, it was like twenty some years ago when the St. Paul Saints started. We made a three two beer, a version of EPA. Wow! And, and people swore that it was the same as sure. the regular stuff. <laughs> We've just changed the code on uh, the yeah, on the keg. Wink, wink, and, nudge, and, nudge. Yeah. No, but literally, we we did do a lower alcohol EPA version for the Saints, and then a couple of years after that, we got into the state fair with. Our three-two beer before when it was still three-two because that's all you could do here was three-two. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And so that was a game changer for a lot of the resorts up north because we stopped doing three-two because the Saints went strong and the yeah. State Fair went, went strong. Sure. All right. So now I want to piggyback on that. So here you were started in 1986. Well, and you said what? What was it? What year were you guys first here at the fair? Was it that same? Was it that same year? Oh gosh, no. No, oh, okay. gosh, no. It was. It was only like uh, twenty-two years ago. Okay, so when you first got that start, it was pretty much if you could find a beer here, um, it was the, it was the basics. It was a lot of the domesticated well, light shells, lockers. shells, shells. Okay, shells had a good presence. Uh, you know, Miller, Budweiser. Uh, I don't know if you could find any uh, boobs or any of those. You know, sure. 
you know, regional brands, they were pretty much gone by then. But, yeah, it was all 3-2 beer. And and then when you're doing that from a production standpoint, because at that time, you know, 22 years ago sounds like a lot, a long time. But you guys have only, only you know, been at it for 30-some years. So when you're doing that and you've got to mass-produce a completely separate beer, that had to have been a pretty decent commitment for what was a 12-day a, a run for you guys, being oh, a no. local beer. Absolutely. We... Um, it definitely is a commitment because it was a separate formulation. We had to keep things, uh, you know, straight. We were doing everything legally sure. and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, we ended up, uh, a lot of employees took a lot of 3-2 beer home at the end of the season. <laughs> See, that's funny. After Labor Day. <laughs> you, know, you know what I think is going to happen, and I don't know if Summit will do this, but I think there is a wave of want out in the marketplace for two three beer or one nine beer and i think it would be really really smart if someone made a super sessionable ultra light calorie two three beer where you can have six and seven of them and still go on your run the next morning and still oh, look like you and still look like well and maybe not me but someone fit, and still get to the hardware store i, th I that's my prediction for no, this year no no i'm gonna cut him off yes <laughs> mark here's here's mike fredoni and, and, and why i love him dearly this is his way of pandering to you to make that beer so that he has something to buy so you can I, go I, on that run well i mean i i buy summit all the time i'm a big summit drinker so but I. Yep. I still think there is a market and, and you've seen that you you know there's no way your studies haven't shown you that well I mean, it's a. Uh, we're not talking a segue here. No, no, we're good. Not at all. We're good. I mean, we, this is not scripted. No, this is not scripted. But we developed a beer this year for the Minnesota State Fair, Mini Soten. Mini Soten. I see what you did. Yeah, <laughs> it's only available up there in Summit on a Stick and Shanghai on Rays. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, we do things at the State Fair that are really, it's, it's market research. We listen a lot to what people have to say about what we produce. But this is a highly aromatic IPA, 3.4 grams of carbs. Okay, super that ring, low. That rings yep. your bell right Absolutely, away. Absolutely, it's know, fantastic. I'm, I'm looking in your <laughs> yep. eyes. Yep. I'm trying to make eye contact yes. right now. Lighting and up. 99 calories. Wow. So now you can't actually and write that on the label, right? No, we can. Oh, you can. We okay. We can if everything is verified. Okay. And then it's um, 4.0 ABV. ABV. So which, you know, when when you get that ABV great. down to about two, you lose so much flavor because alcohol, you know, not only gives you the lift. Mm -hmm. But it's also a flavor catalyst. Okay. It accentuates all of the ingredients that are already in oh, the beer. Oh, okay. I That's did not know that. That's why NA beer is so challenging. So hard to make. That, okay. Well, it, you can make it. Sure. Hard, so hard to make good. It's difficult, yeah. difficult to make a flavorful NA okay. beer. Okay. So let me, as, oh, long interesting. As, you, as long as you mention that, because uh, Hairless Dog, right? Isn't yeah. that the, the, the local company? Do you think, you know, because I always am curious to see where this industry goes and the routes that yeah, it's going to take yeah. us. Do you think that that's going to be an avenue that people like yourselves are going to have to try to, to dip into anytime soon? Well, you know, we've uh, talked about uh, lower alcohol beers and NA beers for several years. Sure. And generations just, you know, they, they shift and they move around. Right now, beer is going through a tough cycle. Fewer people are drinking beer. They're going to spirits 
in wine. I'm doing my part, cocktails. Mark. I'm doing I my part. I, I'm not looking at you. I, <laughs> you know. But, you know, the, the honest truth is that any kind of industry goes through a cycle. And there are taste preferences in a number of things. Um, but when it comes to alcoholic drinks that are uh, no alcoholic drinks, it, it really has to have something. And when it comes down to beer, mm-hmm. there isn't a lot out there. There's sure. still a lot of science. Damien McCann, uh, we're working with a, a European brewer right now. We're going to uh, produce some N.A. beer for um, the the World Beer Conference that's coming up in Minneapolis in about a year. So we're, you know, we're, we're getting into some of the science, but whether or not there's a market there for a smaller player, that's the business sure. question. Sure. You know, because when it comes to mass production, domination of distribution, all of these other pieces come together. That's why we're not going to release a seltzer. Yeah, really? That's how smart he is. I, I, so I, I actually think it is surprising to me. You know why? Why? Because I think NA is 2% of beer sales or whatever it is. Oh, it's... Even way, okay, so maybe 1% of beer sales. So why make something that falls into that 1%? But a seltzer may be... Eight, nine, twelve percent of beer sales in a couple of years because people are crazy for it. So do it's like um, you you made a sour in the past, right? Never have made a sour. You've never made a sour. Well, people have made sours. You were, you were hallucinating. No, but again. they were chasing that down that I sour was market. You for those hex head they, stainless steel screws, <laughs> but and you couldn't find them couldn't. in the shelf. But people were chasing down sours that were a minute portion of beer sales yeah. but the, the 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 ciders or the seltzers are just huge oh, huge yeah. no, explosion no. no no they're they're big they're, it's it's really big and you also have major players yep i mean when when uh, mike's hard lemonade and this has been churning for three years mm-hmm. three years they started talking about yep. redoing <clears throat> themselves sure and Three years ago, they were saying, we should call this a seltzer. Their marketing department said, no, 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 poo-poo on that idea. Mm. And they put it on the back burner, but then they brought it up just the past year and a half, and it just clicked. It just clicked. It just clicked. So, you know, that's market research is important, but you got to keep in check on what you Did you get people said. asking for that in the tap room? No. 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 They, they don't add, Okay. You know, they, they know that we're traditional and sure. classical. So. <laughs> Mark Stutru with Summit Brewing is the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And uh, are we doing a tasting this weekend, even though we're out here at the Minnesota State Fair? Tom, please that's tell a, me that that's the, uh, an affirmative. That's an excellent question. All right. I, I will, always appreciate you asking the tough questions. I do. That's what I do. I'm a I'm bulldog you, in this I'm radio show. I'm going to give you a great answer. Yes. All we're right. doing the Summit Tasting 5 to 7 on Friday at Minneapolis, 3 to 5 in White Bear Lake. On that would be Highway 61, 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake on Saturday, and uh, Hiawatha and 42nd in Minneapolis tomorrow from 5 to 7. So go ahead, Michael. But if you live anywhere near Minneapolis, and you want to taste Summit because you haven't had it for a while, but you don't want to leave your house, you can just download the Elevated app, and you can have beer delivered to your home maybe within an hour from Postmates at the same price as in the store. It's crazy good. Talk about that for yeah, two seconds. Actually, just today I got our, our, our URL changed over. Ready for this? Okay. Elevated.shop. Elevated.shop. But is that out. where I'm looking for the app? 
You can just go to straight to the website okay. there. If you go, I mean, if you go to the app, you just go on to Elevated Google Beer Play or, yeah. or, or your app store or whatever, and you pull it up. But sure. if you're surfing at home or, or on your mobile web, elevated.shop will get you to our website where you can purchase any number of uh, of uh, Summit products at Did our you fall price. asleep? Did you fall asleep? <laughs> it was just yeah, like midway. midway. Yeah, but happens. the nice part about it is it's his off-the-shelf price. It's not internet price. <laughs> That's what price. I was trying to say. That's it's off is the same price you pay, pay in stores. It can be delivered via Postmates within an hour. They were going 20 miles away from your shop within an hour. Yep. It's unbelievable. It cuts off at 9 o'clock, so do it before 9 o'clock tonight. Yep. It's a no-brainer way to get uh, booze delivered to your home. Yeah, that's a big thing for us. It, it's the same prices that we have in the store, which is We got is the unusual. game tonight, too. Got the game. The Gopher game's happening, so tune into that and grab some summer. We got 12 packs of Slugfest. That's what I've been grabbing, the 12-pack can. Slide that into your uh, beer fridge and... It's really nice beer. What a segue, by the way, because that's exactly where I was going It's next. almost like I've done this before. <laughs> I, I wanted to touch on some of the beers because, you know, there's no rules out here at the Minnesota State Fair. Our clock is whatever the heck we want to make of it. <laughs> but I want to touch on a couple of beers, Mark, Stratrude from Summit Brewing Company, because um, I think you guys, pun intended, by the way, hit an absolute home run with Slugfest because I myself have really become a fan. And I know... I'm just falling in line with the crowd. I know that I'm I'm that guy that's supposed to be championing the cause for all these other craft beers. Slugfest is an absolute home run for you guys at Summit. I absolutely love that beer. No, it's it's been remarkable. Oh. the feedback that we got. And I was going to accuse you of being a lemming. Of following. <laughs> just that following too. right off the oh, edge. Look, just go over there. Just, just go over there. there. You Keep don't going. know what's there, but just go over there. As long as it ends with Slugfest, he doesn't care where he falls off. Right. Mark, does does every beer that you make does it go through your palate? At some point in time, does it does it have to have a Mark Studrud? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, eventually it goes through his palate, but does it have to have approved by Mark before it hits the market, or do you have are you uh, do you have do you trust the palates of others? You know, I really trust Damien and his crew. Okay. And we've got Zach Quant, who's uh, in charge of uh, the quality department, mm -hmm. and you know we call it the Q Brew Team. Because, you know, in breweries quite often, you know, the brewers are kind of, you know, working their butts off. They're cleaning fittings. They're doing this stuff. They're making work. They're going through fermentation and packaging and all this stuff. And then the quality people, you know, are like the Gestapo. Yeah. They're, they're sitting up there in the lab. Waiting for it yeah. to come. Yeah. Well, and they're, and they're doing all this testing, and they're looking for bugs, and they just want to find bugs and go down there and torture the brewers and yeah. say, I got bugs on yeah, this Yeah, not an actual bug. Yeah. Just yeah. A, yeah. yeah. But, you know, for us at Summit, we have so much cross-training, and it's such a community that it's all one team. Mm -hmm. But I want to take that a step further. Do you mind if I interrupt for a second? Uh, go ahead. Because here is how I was introduced by this beer. So, you know, I'm kind of connected to the service industry. So there's the best bartender in downtown Minneapolis. His name is Shoes, all right? And he said, Reavers, I know you're a craft beer guy, and he said, you need to try Slugfest. Did he call you a knucklehead? He absolutely called me a knucklehead, <laughs> but he said, this is right up your alley. And he, first of all, he's an expert in all things craft cocktail, craft beer, what have you. And he said, try this. And he was right. So that's how respected that beer has become, is people in the service industry even love it. Well, you know, it, um, it's incredible, the, the, the brand equity, our reputation for being known for quality. I mean, it wasn't built overnight. No. Mm -hmm. This is my, my dad never thought I would have a job this long, right? What word did he call you? <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so, but going back, I mean, Slugfest, you know, we, we, we wanted to do an unfiltered, low ABV, aromatic IPA. Yep. Now, calculatingly, we stay away from hazy and juicy and all that stuff and kind of educate people a little bit more about the style. Mm -hmm. But it really has hit a sweet spot for a lot of people because it has enough citrus and aromas and it's so clean on the finish, but you still get a little bit of malt there. Yep. And the ABV is down there, so then you can say, yeah, damn, I'll have another. Can I get it year-round? Is this going to be a year-round oh, beer? No, this is going to be a year-round beer, absolutely. Because we I have a feel, and I don't want to cheat on EPA. EPA is, <laughs> is my high school girlfriend. Okay, EPA is my high school girlfriend. I'm not. I'm not leaving her. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep going back. I'm, she might get the call at 3 a.m. once in a while. That's fine. <laughs> but I think Slugfest might become my wife one day. Oh, well, wow. you, you never know. <laughs> yeah, and, and we talk about this at the brewery. Sure. You know because EPA is still 50 percent of our production. Is wow. it really? There's. You know, and, and that's your, it, one of your original beers, right? It was the, the original, original beer, yeah. the original one. And we're doing a little, little over a hundred thousand barrels a year, right? Yeah. So. There are a lot, a lot of, of people that are drinking EPA. It's a benchmark. It's yeah. a standard. It's a beautifully balanced beer. But, you know, the Slugfest touches people in a different way. Mm -hmm. and, and when we're looking at the All numbers, good touches. <laughs> All good well, touches. I Some. like that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, you know, when we sit down and kind of look at the numbers and the volume and the acceptance and... You know, we're, we're getting more and more uh, loops of getting feedback from people on what, sure. what they think of what we're doing. That engagement, I mean, this this beer could be... You think it could do it? A solid relationship. I'll leave it at that. I'm not I, I, you know, even though it might be now your most favorite beer out there, it's still going to take years before it could eclipse EPA. Uh, years. Well, we, ne we don't know, but yeah. we'll find out, and that's the beauty of the adventure. So the last few times I've been out to the Twins game, you know, I definitely would grab an EPA, but I've been juggling back and forth between Slugfest and another beer that you got out there this summer. Uh, the Cabin Crusher. Yeah. I want to hear you talk about that a little bit because that's a little bit of a departure for Tom's you guys. taking over hosting the show. That oh, is. Go. <laughs> well, good. Then I can have some quiet time. No. <laughs> go Finally ahead. I Cabin Crusher <laughs> from Summit Brewing. By the way, Mark Stuttroot, Summit Brewing here on the, on the beer show. Go ahead, sir. The Cabin Crusher was um, a beer we did at the State Fair a really? few years ago. There you go. And a Kolsch. Yep. You know, just a German-style ale, but with some lagering. And then we thought, you know, just to tease these Bud Light lime drinkers a little <laughs> I bit. I was going to I'm going to be serious about You're it. You're going to go there. Okay. Just, no, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, it could be a crossover drug. Well, that's so. exactly what I did. When I, when I first had it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. All my, the second thing was I'm going to text all my friends that drink Bud Light lime. There's not that many of them. But there's like a couple. I like a good bud. Yeah, it's what was the response? And I'm like, hey, here you go. Here's a good Bud Light Lime for you. It's Summit Cabin and, and they said, oh yeah, they ended up trying it and liking it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, All right. I think I think we've moved on from Bud Light Lime. They're done. But, but you know, see, this is a part of the fun <laughs> that we have that we can have this fun on uh, on a very uh, lower scale and a local level. And 
keep our sense of humor, you know. And, and so uh, that one didn't go out across your full distribution. Is no, it, it was pretty. It was very limited. Oh wow! Okay. And it's going to be in uh, some of our variety packs. Yep. It'll come back next summer. Yeah. You know, and the uh, so it did well enough to come back. Is yeah. That what you're saying? Oh yeah. No, the reception is. I good. thought it was really nice. You're watching a no. ball game. It's refreshing. And it's so balanced. Yep. It's, it, it's um. So you have the summit quality with that new flavor profile. Yeah. Yeah. And you know we're we're in a position that. You know, we can have fun. Yeah. Not take ourselves so damn seriously. Yeah. But we can take the beer seriously. I guess I'll give and the show a, back to what Chris. what a beautiful, I mean, what a beautiful uh, position. I'll be quiet. You, no, you're do right. Do you want to get back uh, on the show? Will you, will you do me a favor, Mike? Will you yes. shut Tom's mic up? I will do that. Uh, thank <laughs> Three, you very much. Three, two, one. Let's go to break. Smart. All right. Uh, Mark Stuttrud is a guest here at the Beer Show. He is the owner and founder of Summit Brewing Company, courtesy of our good friends at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. It is the Beer Show live here at the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. We're not letting him go anywhere. Do not touch that radio dial. You're listening to the Beer Show live on Score North. And, of course, online, we are scorenorth.com. We'll be back. It is the Beer Show here on Score North, scorenorth.com, and also we are available on the online mobile app, which is Score North, if you look for us anywhere that you find all of your podcasts. Reavers is here alongside of Mike Fratelloni, Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits are here, and we've got the king of craft beer in Minnesota himself. His name is Mark Stutrud, the owner of Summit Brewing Ooh. Company. We were talking about a couple of things beer-related off the air, but of course, I have to make fun of Mike quick. Mark, do you mind if I do that? See, I I have the do-rag Deion Sanders style, but Mike is trying to cover up a hickey uh, <laughs> on his neck. So that's why he used the Summit do-rag. So I had it on my head, Reavers, <laughs> and I looked about what you look like, right. so I decided to do anything different with it. <laughs> you look exactly yeah. the opposite look that at I these, do. Look at these fine chicks coming you in You know here. what? I have uh, the, the beer show has fans far and wide, and wide, including other radio stations and hot chicks <laughs> that come over here. Ladies and gentlemen, Lori and, and Julia, Julia from My Talk ah, 1071 here live, taking in the beer show. They're actually, they're such raging alcoholics, they're just <laughs> oh, trying to find any leftover alcohol wow. available here. Oh, and she's taking uh, a sip of the beer. Awesome. Love you, Lowe, Jay. Uh, yeah, All right, so let's, let's, let's dip that. back in, because uh, we were talking a little bit before the break about, you know, Slugfest, and it's kind of some of the new avenues that Summit, Summit Brewing is 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 trying to take but i have to tell you one of the beers that i really have fallen in love with is the summer ale and i'm so sad to see it go away That's can you that. you want to know how pathetic right? and desperate that i am there is a little tiny campus liquor store down the street and i thought i'm gonna i'm just gonna pop in and they said yeah we have one 12 i'll take it Give me, give me it right now. So I had, I, I'm tr desperately trying to find any place that still has it because you know it was such a popular beer this summer that I have it in my fridge. I need to have the summer ale. Well, absence. so make it year round, damn it. <laughs> absence makes the heart grow fun. Yeah, you always want what you can't have, Reavers. And we're not going to talk about the palate. Oh, but I Just love the heart right now. Right, exactly. Not the palate. So can we can we introduce it again? Like let's say in March. Come come next Probably year. Not. <laughs> Probably not. But it had to have been because, a well-received year. Because then, then people will think, why are you putting out Oktoberfest in July? Right, mm -hmm. exactly. Although it would sell your Oktoberfest is fantastic, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Everybody loves it. But when you look at that kind of dynamic with, with the, the ever-changing uh, ever shifts in 
taste palettes and seasonal beers and things of that nature. Staying ahead of the game is, is a crucial element of, of craft beer. Well, it's an interesting thing because we've got a significant population of beer drinkers that it's all experiential. Am you're I good. Out? No, you're good. Oh, you're good. You're good. I thought you were my wife there for so, a second. Uh, <laughs> so what do you mean by experiential? <laughs> what are they, they want to have an experience? Is that- yeah, I mean, I mean, there's never been a time in our society where there's never been more breweries or styles of beer mm. and types of Lots beer. of options. A lot of options, a lot of choices. And, you know, every once in a while I describe, you know, some of the uh, consumers as being promiscuous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a continuous one-night stand. Sure. And, you know, you're, and you're, I think awesome. they call that on to the next one, as uh, Jay-Z once well, sang. Well, you know, and, you know, that's a part of the thing. And I also know brewers where, um, you know, their business plan is not to focus on a flagship mm-hmm. or to focus on what they're known for, but they're going to churn out a different beer every, every other week. Yep. And... To be really honest, from my point of view, and of course I'm, I'm seasoned, I'm old, I know this, but that's not a sustainable business mm-hmm. plan. And the reality is, is that there's a generation of beer drinkers that have been jumping around and going from different flavors from one to the next, and all these push the envelope, you know, screw definitions, all this stuff that. They miss the classics. Mm-hmm. It's like being a musician but not knowing what an arpeggio is. Sure. I don't well, know you you is. had said, you know, <laughs> last year on the show, I remember this really vividly. You had said that there's been a huge flight to quality. Like people went and got burned on a four pack for 16 bucks of something. And said, you know what? I'm going to have some EPA. I know that beer. I love that beer. I'm going to, um, and you know. And then Tom jumped in and said, well, yeah, we'll have someone come in, try a four pack of something different. Sure. Some, uh, I call it a cherry Absolutely. on top beer, right? Yeah. It's like the cherry on top. And then they want the foundation beer of the the 12 pack of EPA because they know they're going to drink that no matter what. I don't care how much Reber's dates. <laughs> you don't care as long as long as no, it comes I, home and, to you. And I, exactly. Yes. And I'm not going to keep track of that. Yeah, sure. You know, but. You know, you got a good thing welcome though. home, buddy. <laughs> right. Welcome home. Right. So it's that. It's that. I mean, there's. It's a benchmark. Mark, and when you think of the the time you've been in this business, and we have like JP out here selling your beer at the fair, right? Yeah, got guys all over selling your beer yeah, at the fair. Right. Nice, nice job, JP. So, how many people have come through your doors in the beer industry, and and have gone out to do something? From what you've taught them, you know they they can't they came in maybe as a, uh, a home brewer or they just wanted to get a job as a receptionist and you took them up through the ranks. I mean, has that happened? I oh, assume. absolutely. I won't talk about the receptionist, but I'll talk about the brewers. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, the you know we probably have uh, close to twelve uh, alumni of uh, Summit Brewing Company mm-hmm. uh, that are in lead positions. At various local brewers and regional brewers wow. today. Wow! Wow! And you know, to be honest, this is a hardcore technical trade. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to make a glass of beer. Not only that, it's even tougher to make that same glass of beer time and time yep. again mm-hmm. yep. to offer that predictable experience for the consumer. And you've got to dial it in every day that you work. So when people come and work at Summit and they're trained at Summit, they know they get a solid foundation. Sure, sure. And, you know, so 
And you, you have science to measure it, too, because you have quality control oh, labs. absolutely. So if I went out, Reavers and I went out and uh, opened a brewery, we might be able to hit a few gal- a few kegs out of the park with yeah. something. Oh, this carboy is really good. This yeah, this, this this is this is great today. And you know, there's He been, has a lot of confidence in us by well, the way. You know, or we could do, we could do it once in a blue moon. But when you do it again and again yep. and again, yep. that's the hard part. Absolutely. Yep. You know, and it, it's it, it it's like any other business when it comes to service predictability, delivering a product that somebody expects that same experience. Mm-hmm. Not only that, this is food manufacturing. Sure. You know, people, mm-hmm. you know, people yeah. ingest what we make for a it's living. Mm-hmm. You know, so like if uh, I get some stainless steel screws from your shop and they're just not quite right, I'll come back and say, okay, can I have a refund? Sure. But, you know, once I've ingested a, a six-pack of a certain beer, it's already gone, it's gone. through me. Yep. And there's a huge responsibility that a lot of people don't think about and I, I, I think that's the divining line between a home brewer that wants to go professional and a, how a commercial brewer is trained in the mindset. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. Mark okay. Stutrud, the owner of Summit Brewing Company here on the Beer Show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You have been in this game now for 33-plus years, yeah. brewing home beer. You're kind of the godfather of craft beer here in the state of Minnesota, and I, I'm going to even say it. Uh, nationwide. I want you to tell me, to tell Mike, to tell Tom, to tell the crowd and everybody listening and the thousands of people listening online, I want you to tell me the moment at which you felt the most proud of what you decided to do brewing craft beer as the head of Summit Brewery and the, and the moment that you realized, damn it, I think I did this, and I think I, I think I made the right choice. I want I want to hear that. Twenty was when invited to the first beer show. <laughs> and Listen, you can't cop wait. out and say that, by the way. But seriously, no, I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for the street cred. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to know when you went. I, I want to know that that first moment of self gratification. I mean, everyone knew. had to be telling you you were drunk. Uh, no, no, no one crazy. said that was a great business plan. Your family oh, had no. to be telling you you're blowing oh. it. Everybody. Oh my my dad. Um, yeah, my dad was quite upset when I told him that I was going to start a brewery because I, I wanted to start a commune on the on the family homestead, right? Okay. And I had a lot of crazy ideas. And he said, you know, Mark. Your farmer dad, right? Yeah, he said, this is the, you know, of all the things you've thought about doing, this is the craziest thing ever. And his last words were, as he kicked my butt out through the door, he says, and don't ask me for any money. Wow. Is, is your father still alive? <laughs> no, I lost him four years ago. No, okay. that's too bad, because you could have said to him, Dad, don't ask me for any money. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he became a shareholder. Oh, he did? It was, okay. It was, really cool. it was really cool. I said, Odin, Odin, here are your shares. Here, here we go. Shares. You know, and it was... Uh, well, that, so he was able to see your success. Oh, no, no. He absolutely saw the success. Fantastic. And, uh, did he ever tell you he was wrong? No, no, no. but you didn't want that. He's Norwegian. <laughs> he didn't need to say that. I never expected that. Right. I just expected him to say that he loved me. But was there ever that? <laughs> but Mark, ser- serious question: Was there ever that moment where you finally went, "Damn, I think I did. I think I made the right decision." Was there well, ever that one moment, that signature moment? Um, our first year. You know, it, it it we were self-distributing our beer. Yep. Because there wasn't a beer wholesaler that would touch us with a 10-foot pole, let alone talk to, talk to us. And so we self-distributed our beer. We had about um, 
Oh, 75 draft beer accounts after a year. And when we knocked off a Miller Light line at the Leaning Tower of Pizza in Uptown, I thought, Great. Lord, 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 <laughs> we might make it. We might make we it. We might make it. <laughs> and, you know, and at that time, you know, there were only five of us that were in the brewery, and right. two of them were married. And no kids and stuff like that. Mm, no healthcare. Wow. None. None of those issues. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So so that was that was one. The start. moment they kicked Miller Lite off at Uptown. All right. Uptown Pizza. Is that yeah. Leaning no, Tower. No, Leaning Tower. Tower. Leaning Tower. I know exactly. Yes. Yes. I have a good friend. My good friend Melly used to live right by oh, yeah. that. That absolutely. So and, and I want to ask you a follow up question to that. that Is because that spot and I can tell because you had that glimmer in your eye. That spot kind of holds a, a, a tiny little piece right here in your heart. Do you ever walk in there once in a while just well, to order one? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll See? Walking, I knew it! Walking into Palmer's Bar. Oh, yeah. man. That's my favorite video of all videos. Is that the video when Palmer's Bar, is that the one that was on Channel 5 where the, the bartender was taking the, the keg for the very first time? Oh, no, it's Johnny's. That was Johnny's. Johnny's. That is okay. my favorite video. I can't do it, Reavers, but it's something like, yeah, we never tried it, but I think it's going to be good. Who knows? We'll give it a shot. Yeah. The guy could not have been more of a stereotypical yeah. we'll bartender. Give it a shout. It was we'll hilarious. It and he was just like, and he had like the two-wheeler with the keg on it that he had to take downstairs. He's like, I don't know if it's going to work, but we might as well give it a shot. Who knows? Yeah. It yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, that was Skip Edelston. Did you was write it? that script? No. No. No, I was back there racking kegs. I was filling <laughs> kegs. It was Denny Grodal that uh, shot the keg across the And street. I want you to know something right now. The next time I'm in Uptown, yeah. I'm stopping at the Leaning Tower, you and should. I'm ordering an EPA and said, you made a good choice. 30, yeah, you made a 33 good choice. and a half years ago, you made a good choice. What's next, then? What's next for Summit? Well, you know, we're just focused on our core market. You know, we pulled out of six states two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, the eastern states, you know, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, uh, sliver of Ohio. And, um, you know, to be honest. Was that a good choice? Oh, absolutely. So this is this Norwegian business item. Yep. As an aggregate, these six states were less than 3% of our total sales. But 50% of the work or something. It was like 16% of our sales budget. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. No brainer. And, you know, we've been in Chicago, for example, for like almost 15 years. Mm -hmm. But through changes with relationships with distributors, and we just thought, nah, we're going to retract. There's kind of this hyper-local, hyper-regional attitude Mm -hmm. and you spend way too much money to compete in certain areas you know for example at the time columbus ohio their sales were just escalating but i would hang around and have a beer with our distributor and i would say i love doing business with you but this beer is just too expensive for me Mm -hmm. and we just pulled back Are are you good on time yeah. Okay. Are you good on time? Yep, hang All right. Up. Let's let's uh, let's step aside for a quick moment. Let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back and wrap things up uh, with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and our good friend Mark Stutrud, the king, the king of craft beer here in the state of Minnesota and Summit Brewing. You're listening to the Beer Show live on Score North, and of course, you can find us online at scorenorth.com. Scorenorth.com. minutes of the beer show here on score north score north.com and the all new score 
North mobile app that you can find anywhere that you find your favorite apps. And, of course, you can find us uh, wherever you find your favorite podcast. It's Reavers. It's Mike Fredoloni with Fredoloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, uh, our buddies from Elevated Beer at Wine and Spirits. Tom is here this evening, and uh, we are talking to the godfather himself, Mark Stutrud, with Summit Brewing Company. And uh, the double beer show featured tasting, of course, this weekend, tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location in Hiawatha and 42nd. And Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at Highway 61, 4th Street, downtown White Bear Lake at the brand spanking new location. You could try your favorite Summit <gasps> beers, and you get to do favorite it for free. free. It's always free. free it's free, always free. free. You know, my, uh, Mike, during the intermission, Mike was uh, giving some real estate advice. It was. He was. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's unsolicited. Was it yeah. unsolicited? Yeah. You I'm know, shocked. You don't, you don't. I'm an ideas guy. Oftentimes, the best part of the beer show is happening in the green room. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to point this out. You know, he's talking about the area kind of growing up around Summit uh, in the new tap room at Summit. Maybe you want to talk a little bit about the renovations you made at the at the tap room. Uh, yeah, no, that that's pretty significant because. Um, you know, it's been 21 years since we've been in the new brewery, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> new. And when we built that brewery from the ground up, first brewery to be built in the state of Minnesota since repeal of Prohibition. Mm-hmm. And believe me, that was not in my original business plan. Was right? it not? It was not. No, no, no. It's, okay. a, it's a testament to our customers. Absolutely. So our staff lunchroom... <laughs> which was adjacent to the brew house, which was, you know, you know, reminiscent of a Lutheran church basement. It mm. was pretty minimalistic. Yeah. You know, that's where we would congregate people for tours. There wasn't, you know, we couldn't have a retail license. But we gave that space up every night to community groups, nonprofits, business and professional groups. And we really fostered our relationship with the community across the Twin Cities. So when the taproom legislation went through and, you know, hell, we could have a bar, you know, seven days a week from 11 in the morning to midnight, we didn't want to, uh, you know, kick that culture to the curb. So today we keep um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays open for community groups. That's cool. But our rat skeller, you know, is open to the public Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, it wasn't until a year ago that we thought, boy, you know, when the public shows up, this place really looks like a Lutheran church basement. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we'd better up the experience and make it a little bit more cozy and uh, fun yeah. for people who want to come by. Have a couple of pints and then move off to a wild game or a Saints game or a Twins game or, you know, the United game, wherever they wanted to go. Huge parking lots, right? No, perfect example. I had the pleasure of uh, being there. This was a couple months back of being there for a very productive summit business strategy meeting. And uh, what we did there. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were there, and it was ahead of a Bob Seger concert. Oh, geez. Yeah. I and, remember now. And um, we were there because I forget, the, and I, I, I don't want to dismiss the charity, but there was a charity event being held 
in succinct, but it was there was maybe a handful of us that were kind of off to the side talking about a potential uh, meeting place with the the fine folks from Garage Logic, and uh, it turned <laughs> into it turned into a great Monday or Tuesday night, whatever the hell mayhem. it was. It was man. It was, but it was, and that's the kind of vibe that the Rat Skeller provides. Is yeah. there were so many different demographics of what makes St. Paul freaking awesome. That's true. That it's is very fun. true. It's a it, so ne- today the Rat Skeller is truly a community room. It communicates what we do. It's beautiful, we've by got, the way. We've got some acoustic baffles, so, I mean, there used to be like a five-second delay in that room. No. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. We used, to, we used to have, like, master brewers meetings there, and uh, this uh, Sherman Chan, uh, a scientist from Rar Malting Company, said, I'll never have a meeting in here again <laughs> until you do something with these acoustics. <laughs> Sherman Chan. So he got, he got that love taken him. care of real quick. Then. Oh, well, no, that was still like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, no. right. It took us a while. So just a couple of minutes left here before we close, Mark. I want to hear what's what's up coming out. I mean, Oktoberfest is obviously yeah. a big darn deal yeah, for you guys right at the Summit. Yeah. Let's hit the stores. Yeah. I've, I've, I've yeah. already seen, and here's the thing. I love Oktoberfest beer. I refuse to drink it until after Labor Day. And I don't care. I'm a Minnesotan. I'm hit, I'm clinging to every moment of summer until then. Is that okay? Are you no, gonna be mad at me? They gotta get it out. They have to distribute it a little <laughs> bit, a little bit early, right? But it's so good. Yeah. We just have to be prepared. Yeah. For your choice. September first. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm dipping my toe in the water. I don't know when is Oktoberfest this year. Is it early September or late? I don't know, in Germany. Oh, the actual one? Yeah. Oh, the actual one is the last three weekends of September and the first weekend of October, okay. and then it's. Done. Done. But that itself, that brand of beer has become oh. so massive in this industry. It's beautiful. I mean, there's, uh, I'll put our Oktoberfest, our Keller Pils, our Dakota Soul up against any other lager beers and Pilsners. I agree. And, you know, we're, we're just going to stay true to our soul. You know, every time, I mean, I used to, um, you know, feel funny when somebody would say, Summit. Oh, you're just so classical and traditional. <laughs> and today, I go, thank you for noticing. <laughs> That's our Quite soul. Right. That's our soul. Right. We're, no, we're not going to be doing goofy stuff just to do it. And uh, we, we've, got, we've got some solid beer that we're going to continue to share. So when I go to the Rat Skeller, what was the, uh, was it the ni- 19 is ringing a bell? What did I have? 19 shillings. Oh, Isn't that my Heavens! Yeah, it, yeah, can I can I get I that the, today? The, no. the entire, Do I have to wait? No, that's gone. It's gone. No, you just got to pay attention to the website because I'm telling you right now that that that's a beer I'd leave my wife for. Oh, whoa! How many wives wow. have you had? Yeah. I've had a few. And he's kidding, but we had the oh. garage or Reavers had the Garage Logic podcast debut party there, right? And you were serving that beer during that time, and everybody got one beer. Boy, they're that taking is a, their shirts off. That is a gateway beer. But you have one so of those. The men. The it, men oh, oh, yeah, and there was some hairy women with their shirts off too. It was <laughs> impressive. But but honestly, that's one of those beers where you can tell it, it's quality that stands out. That that was one of those beers poured out of the tap that you could say, okay, they know what they're doing here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That it, it, it was one of those really signature blends that I thought I would come back for this. Yeah. I really would. That's a that's a lot of trust. <laughs> you know, we don't take for granted. Yeah. 
And, you know, that's very true. All right. So, Tom, uh, Summit Beer can be found at both locations, Double Beer Show Featured Tasting, and uh, you guys obviously uh, are, are big fans of Summit Brewing yeah, Company. Yeah, absolutely. You can get it at both stores, the free tasting, Friday and Saturday. Come on in for that. If you can't make it in, download the app or uh, browse over to Elevated.shop, and you can get your favorite Summit Beer delivered to you super fast. Within an hour. Price. Um, so, yeah. and, and don't forget, get your beer delivered. Yeah, yeah. Come on, right now. Don't I be dumb. It. I love it. Do it right now. Poke, All right. poke the big bear. <laughs> poke the big bear. Tommy, you're the best. Thank hey, you so you. much, buddy. Uh, Mark, always appreciate you coming out and making time for us. We know You know that you have huge fans with us here at the Beer Show. This is nothing but fun. Awesome. Michael, thank you, buddy. Reavers, you are the best. This is one of my two favorite days of the year. The State Fair Beer Show Related is coming to a close, but thank you so much for all your beer continued support for this wonderful broadcast that we like to do every single week. For Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night. Cheers. Good news. You started a company. Now you have to run it. When you look out into the sea of CRMs, it can look extremely blue. But HubSpot is here to give your company a more human approach. We're a CRM that's easy to use, aligns all your teams seamlessly, and delivers a better experience for your customers. So your business feels like a helpful partner and not just some company trying to force a sale. There's a better way to help grow your business by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. HubSpot. Grow better.